0: Dear listener, welcome to the podcast Holding Space. We are your hosts, Aminata Cairo and Winnie Roosevelt. In this podcast, we take you along exploring my new book, Holding Space, a storytelling approach to trampling diversity and inclusion. This book is dedicated to offering a new alternative perspective on engaging a world strive with questions and challenges. I wrote this book specifically for you, the audience, with the hope that it can be a gift that you can put to good use.
1: We have invited some of you, the audience, to
0: explore some of the chapters of this book with us. What does this book mean to you, to us? What can it mean and how does it translate into action? We hope you will stick around and enjoy these conversations.
1: For today's episode, Aminata and I invited Anya and Victoria. Victoria Manya is a recent graduate from the International Institute of Social Studies in The Hague. She is also a lawyer, a fierce feminist, and is currently a researcher and advocate for student voices within the International Institute of Social Studies in The Hague. Anya Vink is a renowned investigative educational journalist in the Netherlands. She specializes in the topics of inequality and segregation within education. She has won numerous awards for her work. She has written two books, White Swans, Black Swans, The Myth of the Black School, and You Are Going to Love These Children, a year in Class 1D of the VMBO for which she received the Johan van der Zande Honours Recognition of the VMBO in 2013. She is currently working on her next book. In addition, she has taught educational journalism at various higher education institutions. So, welcome Victoria, Anya, of course Aminata. Um, I'm very happy that we can be here all together today to talk about... The book of Aminata, of course. Well, one chapter we're going to discuss or talk about, elaborate on on the chapter um, that you both read. And I'm really curious um, what the first thing was that came up when you saw uh, the title of this chapter. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with the word. You're fed <laughs> up with exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. 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 But I can know. you explain something about why you're fed up with the word? It's fake. Mm. It's trying to say something that it
2: doesn't <laughs> it's something where people hide behind mm. Mm. so it's 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 a sort of trick word mm. i'm now also very aware if people start using it <laughs> but like oh no there we go again mm. yeah
1: mm. is that also something that you read in this chapter absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean think maybe you can react or respond on this
0: oh i'm I'm with her <laughs> I mean you know it's it's become watered down it's become you know we throw the term around so easily, but what does it really mean? Um, I'm more and more at the point where I just say I work with people, period, you know, and that we are diverse that's a given, but you know but what we're talking about is something else, mm. this whole inequality mm. thing, mm. yes. Out of all the stories, the range of knowledge representations, one keeps rising to the top as dominant, most valued, important, exalted, the go to, the obvious, or default story. There's nothing wrong with that particular story. European art history is a very interesting and worthwhile story to be studied. What is wrong is what happens to those other stories and inherently the messages students receive about those other stories. Those other stories become less or not valued, overlooked, silenced, marginalized, ignored, unimportant, ridiculed, extracurricular, oh, if we have some time left over, and more.
3: Okay, so for me, I think I knew that it was the D word because um, I've known Aminata for a few months now, or more than a year. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> about, <goes back>. Yes, <laughs> and I knew she had to be writing about something she's passionate about. So when I saw the D word, I sort of guessed it was diversity, but then it came to me um, really interesting you know, to use the word or to use the first letter Mm. of the word, right? Um, It was obvious that she was trying to, or she was doing uh, or presenting diversity differently Mm. than what we already know, what has already been watered down, you know? So maybe looking at diversity from a deeper point, when I read the chapter, that was what came to me, Mm. you know? Um, Diversity indeed, Right. Um, And the D word was just, well, it resonated with me as Aminata um, setting aside, you know, the conversation to get a deeper meaning, you know, or a deeper reflection into what diversity truly is. And I agree so much with what Anya has said about the fake motivation behind the use of the word, you know, so it has become a check. Uh, a checklist, so are there three white people and three black people, check. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it matter what the relationship, right? Or what the level of equality between these people? No, what matters is I can see different colors Mm -hmm. and so you're diverse. And then going into the chapter, it was interesting or every paragraph ushered me into something different. It was like the tempo was rising. You know, I could feel it in my head building up to something deeper or something deeper than just the word diversity. Mm. You know, the way she laid the foundation and then took it a niche higher. There was um, some humor. um, There were emotions, um, different categories of emotions. But she took you up and down as you read. But at the end of the day, she drove you to a specific, you know, Where, for me, I began to reflect on what diversity truly means in my everyday life, you Mm. know, Um, even as a colored person. Mm. Well, permit me, Aminata, when I say colored.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you don't need my permission. Speak freely. Speak
3: freely. Because I'm also trying to... Avoid the trap that diversity has fallen into. When I use the word colored, um, I like it when you say we are just people, Mm. people working together, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact that we always have to throw around the word diversity and reflecting on what Aya has just said about people hiding behind the word um, to seem good or to not mean what they say, right? And to not say what they mean. For me that's really important so mm. yes and it was exciting it it's i liked the way like the tension built and then you know it crescendoed into something really deep so yes
1: nice yes and maybe we can talk about the process of of the reading the chapter maybe we can talk about that a bit more in a bit so i saw you nodding uh anya when Victoria was talking. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, Yeah, especially about the last thing. (laughs) (laughs) The the emotion, the the building up, yes. Yes.
1: Was there something in the chapter that resonated a lot? What resonated
2: for me very much was uh, the whole thing about bringing her son Mm. to university and bringing somebody with her, Mm. uh, a friend, who took care of her son Mm. in some male ways. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i loved it and i i know that feeling also bringing your child to university is very special mm. i did with my youngest it's not normal in holland to bring your child to but mm. i we brought her to berlin mm. so yeah, yeah you have yeah. to bring them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and yeah saying goodbye that's that emotional thing that mm. really I could feel it very and it, well. You yeah.
1: say it—it it was your youngest you brought to yeah. Berlin, so hmm. yes, also, <laughs> that part, also that part. But I, I sort of fully
2: trusted her mm. that things would go all right, and I did it together with my husband. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's the that's also different. You're doing together, but we ended up crying in the middle of the street <laughs>
1: yeah. with, with the <laughs> two of you. Yeah. Three. Oh, your daughter was there as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, the, my husband, me, and the daughter—we we, we, and, and we cried when she was away too. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what I found very moving was that Aminata thought of her son to bring a man around, mm. yeah, which is very important. Yes, that's that's I liked that really much. That yeah. that he that he took him to a... That bowl with, with the condoms, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, but also before you went to the university with, with like within the community and you asked the men to do yep. like a ritual with them. That's yeah. also really I think really yeah. inspiring and a ritual and you write that, that some of the men thanked you for letting yeah. them do do yeah. so because they missed that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Because I felt as a woman and as a mother, you know, I've given him everything I could to get him ready. But I know there was, you know, there's only so far I can go. There's mm. something that he needs to get from other men. Yes. And especially as he was about to embark upon the world, y'all do your thing. <laughs> Give him whatever he needs that I wasn't able to. And uh, yeah, and it was nice, especially some of the older men came to me and thanked me and said... Uh, I wish I had something like that when I was young and and going into the world. So, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But really, being aware of doing something like that for your child, I think that's important.
0: Yeah, and you know, and, and well, and Victoria's here from Nigeria, but when when you look at uh, you know African traditions mm-hmm. and the rites of passage, that's mm-hmm. you know, you don't just become a man because you like to or want. You know, there's other people who have to help you in the process. Same for you know a woman. So the community. Has has their system set up to do that? And exactly. and we don't have to do it the same way we did hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. We can't, mm-hmm. but we can do it in our way. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's um what resonates with me is putting together what everyone has just said. And it's interesting because I feel like we all we're all thinking um towards the same direction. I had noted it down in my jota as the ecosystem around you you know mm. and honestly what what aminata did might seem like oh yeah um, a mother calling people around you know or the normal institution in africa but one thing stands for me is or stands out for me and that is the fact that as a mother there is just so much you can do, mm-hmm. and it's okay to give yourself some slack, you know, or to give yourself some grace, you know, um, and let other people help. Let the community that you trust help. Um, I had written down Zambia, her husband, your father's words, the culture, you know. Those were the things around you that at some point you had to let your boy interact with, right? Um When says it's not a normal thing to take your kid to the, or bring your kid to the university here. For us, it's a normal thing, you know, to take your kid. I was taken to the university and I I wasn't just taken. My mom followed me to every desk (laughs) (laughs) where I had to register. And when people saw my mom, they're like... Uh, the girl with the mommy someone kept calling me mommy's girl until i graduated when i started working i worked with him as well and at my interview he saw me and said oh mommy's girl oh i remember you in your fresh year your mom was taking you everywhere you know and my mom she carried food she carried water and you know on the queue she's like come eat come eat and she, She isn't whispering. Everybody can hear her. (laughs) So I, for me, but when my my mom dropped me off, just like Aminata, there were people she handed me over to. Mm. There were people who, um, there was a lady in, I read law. So there was a lady in 500 level who she said, look, there are things I cannot teach my daughter, but you have gone through them Mm. because you have gone through the system. So please help out. And trust me, At every point in time or at every step where I had difficult decisions to make, this lady came through for me, right? Mm. There were also men that came through for me, men that she trusted. So it's a system and it was so beautiful to read that um, Aminata had that ecosystem. It's, It's strength, it's power, it's joy, it's everything positive put together. You know, in my place, we say it's the village that brings up a child. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person. So it's beautiful to see that expression, you know, in everything Aminata did. And even her son, the willingness, right, to have that support. You know, some children I've seen in real life, even in Africa, um, express the rebellion. So now I'm independent, I'm going to the university, <laughs> and no one tells me anything. But it just shows that you did something great with your child, you know, the willingness to learn. And I really do appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. You know, I'm
0: going to look differently at you now, right? Mommy's girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: now that I know that. I love it. That's okay. <laughs> There's mommy's girl. That's right. She's also my girl. Oh, so, hey. you, you know, you have another mommy. <laughs> yes, you're, I do. You have multiple mommies. I'm one of them.
1: Um, that's that's cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious, was there something
3: in this text that surprised you? For me, I would say um, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I didn't expect Aminata to write about diversity in that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And no, because I have probably lived um, a part of her experience. And two things struck me. Um, when I say yes, um, I was surprised or um, it was exciting or something new. The way she wrote was interesting. It was really short. Um, all the books on diversity that I read are really big. <laughs> Maybe this is a good thing to explain because yes. <laughs> um, this chapter is three
1: pages or yes. four. Three.
3: This one is three. Three pages. Three three, yeah. yeah so the, the <laughs> <laughs> and on the first page, what came to mind was really there are only two pages after this, (laughs) okay? And on the second page, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, don't stop. Like, (laughs) keep writing. And then I get to the last page and I'm like, this uh, this last page is just about eight lines or nine, not a full page, but it captured everything, Mm. you know? And I realized you don't have to talk too much Mm. for people to understand diversity. If you realize that you're talking too much, people or addressing a crowd or addressing people or your friends and every time they keep wanting you to explain and over explain and over mm. then it means there is the, a lack in the willingness people just want you to keep talking right to tick the box after all i always listen to you when you talk about diversity you know but it was really short and it captured the message like succinctly so it gave me another perspective to the discussions on diversity, mm. you know, overflogging the matter, overflogging the issue. It's straightforward. It is either white or it is black. <laughs> <laughs> well. well or <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> And I Anya, mean, was there something for you that? Yeah, the same, the same. Exactly,
2: yes. I was a bit like, oh, huh? A chapter, three pages? <laughs> is it? Is and this? Is, is yeah, this it? Uh, yeah. Maybe.
0: And Anya is a writer. So yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my my chapters are long, <laughs> <laughs> too long. And. Uh, uh, and then the next thing was the very personal thing mm. that I really, really liked, and where I learned a lot from. I'm writing at the moment also something very personal, mm. and it's it really it really moved me mm. and touched me, and the whole story, and the, what what you also say, it's very clear. Mm. It's laid out in three pages. This is this is where it's about. This is what we need. You go to a university, okay, that part, but also the whole talk about diversity. And then in the end, your son (laughs) experiences completely (laughs) different thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're making it yeah. such an yeah. ugly, <laughs> d-
3: nasty Sorry. word. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. it's funny yeah, to hear.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I
1: complain a lot about it,
2: yeah. <laughs> I can so. see
3: you fed up of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And you do, just said that you're writing yourself like a personal uh, story. Was this already in process or did you start
2: writing? No, 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 oh, I was okay. already busy. But it's also about education and about... The, the personal story of mm. my family and their education. Okay. How oh, beautiful. Nice. And, and and how that yeah it, it goes together with uh the history of education in Holland. Mm, mm.
1: Mm. Nice. Nice. We can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> well
2: you have to wait another one and a half years. Okay. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. We will wait. That's
1: fine, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um is there something surprising for you, Aminat, in their reactions?
0: Ooh. Well it's it's humbling. Mm. You know, and, and you, you pour kind of your heart out, so it's it's um so nice to hear, you know, that it moves people, that it touches people. Um I guess the the impact of, of the story about my son, yeah, that that really hit home. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You write it because that's what it was. And you, and you write it to explain something, but you don't but to hear that it really moved people mm-hmm. is is uh, Yeah, very nice. Good. When we arrived, I gradually started to feel better. There was the hustle and bustle of new students. Having worked at a university, I had seen it every year, the tangible excitement. Now here I was myself, as a parent, We stood in various lines for various registrations. Each time, they would address Zambia as my son's mother and me as his sister. My son's skin tone is a shade lighter than mine, and Zambia is caramel-colored, too, so it didn't surprise me. It didn't bother me, either. I knew who his mother was, and that was all that mattered. We did the rounds, received lots of trinkets and information. There was a health booth. Zambia's husband said, let me take him. I saw them wander off together. He took him straight to the bowl of free condoms and told him to grab some. They had some more private men talk that I wasn't privy to. I was glad he had a man there.
2: What I also like about it that, um, and, and that's in Dutch culture, there's hardly uh, there are hardly rituals. There are there, mm-hmm. we, but we hardly recognize them. Right. But think about it: if your child goes to university and how you push him into the world and and the people that help you, yeah, that's that's something that I think a lot of people need. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We are yeah. lot we are lonely a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. And yeah, we need these sort of things.
1: Yeah, and I think this is really interesting because I started like the past years to appreciate all the rituals I received from my mother and my family and before when I was younger I was always like I don't want to share this. When I'm at school or, Mm. you know, I never Mm -hmm. shared any and I had a lot of rituals, like really beautiful things when I started my period, you know, all the all those rituals I I gained from my my mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother, because she lived for a very long time. (laughs) And now I I really appreciate that part. Mm. And I think it's necessary for everyone to have those community rituals
2: and don't feel lonely with steps that you make
1: yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it. it's supporting yeah. yeah in like yeah those steps yeah, yeah. Mm. good you you had a lot of rituals <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes i did and the good thing about it was unlike your context which i can maybe i've not lived it but Comparing it to mine, Mm. um, I lived in a place where everyone was my color. Mm. Everyone spoke my language. Mm. Well, at least Pigeon English, (laughs) (laughs) since we have so many languages in Africa um, or in Nigeria. But yes, I had a lot of those. And I think they built my self-worth, my Mm. confidence, Mm -hmm. I never found the need to question myself because I thought I was worth a lot. You know, when your parents take out time to do every ritual for each child at every step, at every milestone, Mm. then I realized at a very young age that I'm really worth it. Like I'm worth everything that I get, you know, those were things that would always resound in my head. Um, when I was in boarding school, when things were getting tough. Funny thing is, in Nigeria, we hardly think then. We didn't think that things could get tough for children. You have nothing to think about. You don't pay school fees. Your parents take care of all of that. You don't work. You know, no responsibilities. But there was peer pressure. Mm. You know, There there was also class difference. And there were people who had more than I did. You know, ordinarily, I I would have, like, a few of my friends felt little in the presence of all of these people, but I didn't because these rituals were really... My parents had a lot of, or many kids, so imagine you have to do for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So I felt it wasn't just doing um, for the sake of doing. It meant something. Mm. It was something tangible, and that translated into meaning that I was worth, you know, every good thing around me. I was loved, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Beautiful,
1: yeah. Thanks for sharing, yeah. So if you, um, is there something in in the chapter that you can, or you want to use for your own context or your own profession maybe? Or are you already using that in that way? Something that stood out in the text or...
3: Mm. Yes, two words: potential and restriction mm. in the beginning, um, in the fun part Aminata <laughs> <laughs> mentioned potential, how there were diverse people from various ethnicities, mm. you know, a bust of potential, over a thousand people, students, families that came with them. But when we got to the more um, permit me to use the word serious part of the book, <laughs> um, or the part of the book with a greater tension. Mm-hmm. I saw restriction, or I could relate to restriction in my real life, mm-hmm. or in my reality, in my context. Where, for me, you bring your child, Aminata brought her child, you know, um, like they say in law tabularasa or latin mm-hmm. with the potential to absorb a lot the various angles that exist and you come to the school and all he gets is one side of the story yes you know all he gets is knowledge but restricted knowledge mm. and you begin to question the knowledge that you get in a restricted environment you know i got just one side Honestly, in my context, I have lived what it means to second-guess myself at adult age, something I never did as a child. Second-guess my knowledge, what I was brought up to believe at home, in school. Mm. At some point, I felt betrayed by an institution that was supposed to teach me that my knowledge is valid, you know, but then I came to the Netherlands and I realized that from people like Aminata, um, Naomi Van Stapeli, they taught me that my context is actually valid. Mm. You know, I read about people I should have known about, people from close to my background, right? And I realized how restricted I was for a very long time. So for Hassan, he could have learned everything, he could have, there could have been this beautiful mixture or rich mix of arts from, you know, but Europe, Asia, Africa, everywhere, right? But he was put in a simulated environment and thought to believe that or the suppression of his own ancestry, the art from his own background is invalid as far as the serious academia is mm-hmm. concerned, what you know or, or the books Aminata bought for you, even though they didn't know, but reading from where I sit down, those things are invalid. They are not real art. You know, what is real art is the European art. Yes. Right. So for me, um, as a student of law, I read throughout my life that what is important is the British law, you know, Um even when we talk of judicial precedence in Nigeria, so it was done like this and you follow it like this, it is always restricted to what our colonial uh, masters, mm-hmm. quote unquote, had laid down as law, right? And so I come to the ISS and I see people telling me, I see me knowing more about my background that that than I know, than I was thought, and seeing her appreciate knowledge you know from my background a Rosalba telling me about you know there are so many writers I should have known about and I kept thinking to myself I feel betrayed yes you know but yeah that's I could go on and on but But it's interesting
1: that you (laughs) call it restricted knowledge I think that's an interesting way of of calling it because it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah so was there something that surprised you Mm. Or no, sorry, no. Uh, something <laughs> in the in the context yeah. that you want to take.
2: Yes, the last part, of the last course. Part, yes. I think we're not not even in that stage in Holland. Yeah, on some parts, but not talking about other uh, knowledge is a very difficult sometimes mm-hmm. in Holland, uh, and then you get very odd reactions and odd discussions.
1: Can you explain something about the last part, maybe in your?
2: how you now you can see it already in all the discussions about decolonizing education mm-hmm. people completely <laughs> stagger yes. if you only <laughs> only mention the names that I think you shouldn't say decolonizing anymore because then otherwise don't people don't listen anymore. Mm-hmm. But we need another, another D word. Yeah, another <laughs> D word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But, yeah. But then from for the other side. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, like we have here in Amsterdam, we have, have have the University of Amsterdam. They always have nice plaquettes with colored mm. students and those, mm. but it's a very wide university. Yes. A very, very wide university. <laughs> and it's it's just fake mm. and uh they did also research if they were uh not uh diverse enough and they the conclusion was they weren't they not <laughs> <laughs> they, they they did the right thing there was there was no problem so
1: oh yeah oh that was their conclusion yeah mm. yeah yeah
2: it's <laughs> not it it i think a couple of months the 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 the, the research came out mm didn't have a lot of attention, <laughs> thank God. So, But it's, this is the whole, this whole debate is just starting in Holland. Mm. And, and, and what you experienced there in the States, yeah, that's already there for a couple of years. It's mm, yeah. also there. Yeah. It's still there, but there is a huge debate. And here, it's like we're toddlers and starting mm-hmm. sort of falling over and and trying mm-hmm. but people with power sort of hold it back yes. and we need
1: it we need it so much yeah. the space where the debate can yeah. take place because yeah. i think there are, there are a lot of people who are already trying trying for, for, for several years yeah, yeah. but yeah. the difference is that maybe but i think you're the best i mean to, to talk about that but the difference maybe is that in the states the the it's out in the open more than it is in the Netherlands oh, yeah. already. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. a different. I think that's also that's what huge you mean- difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. And I can
2: see the difference. My, my. I already talked about my daughter. My daughter went to an American university in Berlin. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds strange, but <laughs> yeah, a, a liberal arts university, Bard College, okay. and Bard has a name already, also in the United States. Yeah, and she got female science writers. She got. Uh, uh, all sort of uh, texts from everywhere mm. that was already there in the curriculum, mm. and she had something like, "Wow, this yeah. is." And my whole curriculum I had over there. Her school was over there. Was so small, so no. narrow-minded. Yeah. European, uh, Greek, Latin. That that sort of things, and she, yeah. and it completely broadened her mind. Yes. Yeah. and she is so glad that she experienced that. Yeah
1: yeah I can imagine yeah that's nice.
2: And I saw her growing, and yeah. I saw her just thinking, "Oh wow, this is so much better." yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, thank you for sharing. So did something raise any questions for you during the reading?: I
2: was really curious how it ended with his study. Ah. If it stayed like this, like that,
0: yeah, it stayed it stayed like that, but I would send him books um and yeah and so you are forced yourself to go out you know like you are aware that it is restricted and then and and that i deserve more and so then it's up to you to start digging and finding things from from other places
2: and they gave him space for
0: that he just kind of did it on his own yeah he just kind of did it on his own and when he started out um you know, uh, he, he taught me a lot, you know, so he did, he did um, comic book art and, and, and sequential art animation. And so he felt very strongly, for instance, about images for girls. You know, and so he has explained to me, you know, a lot of it is linked to the toy industry. And so they make these, you know, it's based on the toys that they can sell. And they always act as if boys are the only ones that, that sell toys. And that's why, they, you know, so he just lays it all out. So he's always making images for girls. That's something that's very important for him. And I wanted to be different girls and all different sizes and colors. And and now he's working on a cartoon where it's a little black girl who's a superhero. And that's like his dream, you know. yeah, um, But he... But so he was always, no matter what he did, that was, you know, that's what he always carried with him. Um, And taught others. Like, for instance, he he shared with me, I never thought of, you know, you have the Smurfs.
2: Yeah. Right?
0: (laughs) And so you have... Angry Smurf, Happy Smurf, Sad Smurf, and you have Girl Smurf. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a second, you know? <laughs> so, so the men have all these, you know, they're, they're, they're this range of personalities and the singing one and the angry one. Girl Born Smurf, girl Smurf. Yeah. and she's girl, period. You know, it's like, wow, never thought of it that way. So he was telling me that, and my mind was just blown. So then he came to visit, so I brought him to my classroom. Because I can share it, but if he shares it, it's so much better. So he came, spoke to the class. They were lined up at the end of class. Can we talk to him? Can we talk to him? Can we talk to him? <laughs> and so so whenever he comes home, I send him to my other son's schools. Go talk to your brother's schools. You know, he's like, yeah, my. So, he, so I always make him speak and share what he knows because we don't think about it. Yeah. I
2: see all those things on your Facebook site mm-hmm. about your yeah. son. Mm-hmm. And I love
0: what he's doing. So yes. I was wondering...
2: He is. If they taught him, could teach him something. But obvious,
0: he taught he, he, himself. Yeah, he taught himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And that's a lonely journey. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but well, uh, but it makes lonely. People but strong. also, but <laughs> he had some friends, yeah. and so with his friends, they started drawing and and made their own comic book yeah. and and uh, you know. So you you find you know there are people out there. You have to find them, and yeah. he, he found, them. He found yeah. them. yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But does he ever feel like he has to keep struggling? He has to keep teaching himself mm. things that are excluded from the institution, from mm. the norm. He has to take an extra step, even after school, to do all of those um, in his current state.
0: Mm. Well, that's that's a good question, and he would be the best to answer that. <laughs> but but oh, you know, and you mentioned you mentioned the word struggle. Um, and maybe it's, I've never thought of it as struggle, but it's, it's a given, you know? And maybe that's also how I've raised him. It's a given that you have to do a little bit more because it is restricted. <laughs> now, hold on to the restricted word. You know, so, so if you want to be a fuller person, you are going to, ha- you know, it's out there, but you are going to have to find it. And that was my own experience in college. You know, it's there. And in my day, you have the library somewhere in the back fourth floor, you know, in some little corner is where you're going to find what you are interested in. Um, it's there, but you have to do the extra work and it's worth it. And it's important for who I want to be and for who he wants to be. And and again, this whole idea about potential, you know, it's about fulfilling all of the, that you can be. So don't keep to the little thing that they give you. That's their limitation. You know, but there's a whole world of knowledge out there. So go find, explore, learn, talk to different people. Um, yeah, so it's extra work, but it's, yeah. I've never thought of it as a struggle, but kind of like a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And um, so I read an article um, a couple of months back on how feminism has become capitalism's handmade. Mm. If you go to a store, for instance... Um, you would see a lot of women or many women. And this store is trying to, would I say, express how diverse they are in terms of gender and how pro-feminism they are. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the positions that the women mm. you know, um, occupy, they are the lowly ones, You know, the ones that we could afford to yeah, give the women. Does he ever feel, or do you, Mm-hmm. Because you have gone through the situation, even though with every generation, I think it evolves. But do you ever feel that the use of the word diversity for mm-hmm. you uh, in your context as a teacher, a professor of, the, of, of diversity, right? Do you ever feel that as a person, mm-hmm. you might have experienced that checkbox, you know? Oh. In your workplace. You, you right? wanna ask me
0: how often? <laughs> <laughs> Not if, but how often. And I also Good. and how
3: that. do you manage the mm. feeling? Cause honestly, I, I came here also to learn, mm. right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Sometimes I go through it, you know, where I know that I'm just a check. Mm-hmm. And then I begin to ask myself, am I just a diversity hire Mm -hmm. or do I really know what I'm doing and do they know that I know what I'm doing?
0: Well, I think it goes back to what you said is when you were raised, you knew you were worth it and that you were worthy and that you were worth everything, everything good that came in. That's how you were raised. Those, Those rituals affirmed you are worth that we do this for you. And that's what you carry with you. So... I mean, people blatantly said, we need a black person. Would you be willing to work here? (laughs) Okay. Well, but yeah, and I'll take the job and I love it. And the fact that you only, and then it's like, oh, you're actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's them. I need, you know, but I got the job. And I loved it and I did my best and I made it, you know, and the fact that they're still getting over the fact that she's actually good. That's about their growth <laughs> and where they are. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'm doing my thing and I'm moving on. Um, and so, so that's what you hold on. There's a reason why you, you care that worth mm-hmm. with you and you do not let them question your self-worth, Yes. you know. Yeah,
3: so what I get from you today is the fact that my social life (laughs) (laughs) or my family life and the worth that those carry shouldn't be different from my work life. Yes, you know. Thank you. You (laughs) work.
1: And I also think or believe that in the rest of the book there are a lot of examples of Mm -hmm. things you well, stories you ran into you had to deal with during oh, yes. your and I think also a few examples in yeah. this category <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yes.
0: you know and sometimes it's work because mm-hmm. it is real when people say these things to you and then you have to you know and that's why I talk about the foundation and and what I'm connected to and um or or, or Zambia that I would you know I don't know how many times I would call and cry and then she's like okay get it out of your system and i get back to work You know, because so you have these people that affirm you because sometimes you lose your way and that happens. So you need those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're crazy. You know who you are. We know who you are. You're fine. You know, go back. And then you go back. So, yeah. So and that's why I started, you know, with who my foundation is and I used them and still use them, you know. And uh, and again, this whole idea of community. So so even though you see me here, but I'm connected to, you know, and even Winnie, you know, and and so I worked in my office and these people were younger, you know, they've seen my wrath, they see my tears, they've seen my, you know, but I I leaned on them and and we leaned on each other. On each other, other, yes, exactly,
1: because the same happened with me when I came back in the
0: office. Let me tell you what they did (laughs) to me today. Okay, 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 now we can, you know, and then we go, you know. The door was closed and then it opened again and we could go out. Here we are. Yeah. And, and and even and we had strangers that would come in our office to just cry. Yes. Strangers. Mm-hmm. You don't know who I am, but I've seen you speak. Can I please share? And they would come, share, cry, and, and we hug them and then they go back mm-hmm. out there. That's what you gotta do for each other. Because that's how damaging the system can be. But you know, students, staff. People that will call, can I talk to you, but I don't want to meet on campus. Can I meet, you know, I've met people, restaurant, I never met them before. And they just wanted to, because they felt they could trust me based on, because they saw me speak somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's not all bad, but, but that's, so that's part of the work, you know, mm-hmm. that's part of the work and what we have to do for each other. Yes. To, to deal, to cope and also to, okay, and to make it better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> to make it safe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it,
0: yeah. That's what
2: I see a lot, that people feel so unsafe. Mm. On every level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's and that, that's why they stay in this right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are
0: frozen almost. Right. And yeah. so another thing, because a lot of times in, in our educational institution the focus is so much on students. You know but it's like but if your if your teaching staff does not feel safe and secure how do you expect them to create that for their students so how, are, how is this teaching staff being treated if the support staff does not feel seen and valued who have to support the teachers who yeah. don't you know so yeah so that's that's yeah. well, there's a
2: lot to be done
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah
3: mm-hmm. and aminata Um, Another thing that stood out for me from this chapter is the space for incubation that Mm. you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's like pushing, standing on the ground and trying to stomp on it and make it move down Mm. or make it shift, right? Mm. This issue on diversity or the debates or the discussions on diversity. I I recall a couple of months ago, um, a friend of mine said to me, Victoria, how long? Do we keep pushing? Why do I always have to prove myself? Always because of my skin, you know? Why why do I always have to always put you know pull that first layer, right? To make people accept me first as a human being,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know? I didn't have an answer for her because in my mind I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking me? Like we're in this together, you know? But over the months, I keep reflecting on that question. And reading your your chapter, the question evolved to, at what point do I let it be? What are the different tools that I need to employ at different stages? You know, depending on how inequality presents itself. For your son... What you did was not to start screaming or trying to fight anyone or take any institution to court, you know, at that point. But you started buying him books, right, to read. So incubation, the space for incubation is also akin to what Anya says about the safe space. I need to feel safe to do something about it, right? And maybe now I'll go back and tell my friend, you don't always have to struggle. Sometimes create a space for incubation for yourself. When it is right, you should know what to do. But maybe with your experience, it's easier for you to discern, Mm. right? Um, What to do and when to do it. When to buy the secondhand books. um, (laughs) When to act um, as a professor of diversity. You know, when you know you have power to do something about it, right? But I think for some of us, we struggle, we keep struggling, and we get overwhelmed at some point because we cannot tell when we have what. You know, when you have power, when you need to take a step back, when you need to build, you know, yourself up to the point where you could do something about it. So that part of the book... It's really where I am now, you know, trying to understand what power I have now. Mm. Is it the power from within to do something for myself within, to protect myself, to keep on, you know, the candle that reminds me of how worthy I am, right? Or, and at what point do I share with other people? At what point do I help other people who are going through, you know, similar situations as myself? without having to sink, you know. So, you know, there is a sympathy crying or sympathy sadness or sympathy depression. If my friend is depressed and I'm not strong enough, she tells me what's wrong with her. In the process of sharing, I also become depressed, you know. And that doesn't help anybody. But this part of the book helps me reflect on timing, the appropriateness of time. Thank you for... for pointing this out as well.
1: So, Anja, is there something that hasn't been said in this podcast? Because, Victoria, I think this is something you really wanted to share... because this is important to share, right? Yes. Anya, is, is there something uh, that you
2: want, want to lay out? I want to lay out, yeah. okay. Yeah, that or point out. I, I was listening and I thought, yeah, it, that, it's very beo- beautiful written in, in your story... Mm. that you first talk about your community you mm. built... The people around you, and then you experience uh, the 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 sort of a bit of betrayal. Like, okay, they are not as diverse as they right. say they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can pick every fight. Mm. Right. That's. Uh, but uh, and, and that's so tiring. Yes. Yeah. That's. The, but I find that also very difficult sometimes. Uh, do I say something about this or? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Where does it end? Yeah. And I find I I. Uh, what I always find difficult in this sort of stories and uh, also painful is that I'm I'm a white woman, white old woman. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: and, don't look old, you <laughs> know, but I am.
1: <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna Google it later <laughs> on. <laughs> um,
2: not really very old. <laughs> Now everybody thinks there's a very a small grey woman, <laughs> and I'm so surprised. The last, I think, ten years that I can say very radical things because I'm white, mm-hmm. and I find it so. And if somebody from another color is saying that sort of things, people are like, oh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and and I sort of that that position, I find it so f- strange. Sometimes very funny.
1: Mm.
2: But it's also difficult because they give me a lot of power. Yeah. I don't. I well, I can do something with it, but it's it's I shouldn't have it. Somebody else should have it, but it's, it's very easy. So I, I'm sort of trying to play and find a way of talking about it that people understand this is strange that you're doing this. But I find it so difficult. Mm in a way that it's, yeah, how do I give it back? Mm.
0: <laughs> well, yeah or, yeah, or like you said, or how do you use it? How do I use which, it? Yeah. You know, which is in the next chapter, <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about when you are in that position of power, how do you use it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you have it because, you know, you are white, but I have it because I have a PhD, you know, I have opened doors when I work with refugees. You know, and like, oh, Dr. So-and-so has said, all I did, I collected everything these people just said. But because I said it, people are like, oh, and they're taking notes and listening, you know, but they weren't my words. All I did was repeat what they said. And so because of me, now you can listen to them. And then we got money to do the programming. And But when they said it, nobody was listening. Yeah. I, so I can open the door for somebody who's not being seen or not being heard. and And to be purposeful about that. And that's okay. I, I remember, um, and I know we're we starting to get to the end of time, but I remember um, my nephew, I was living in Suriname at the time. My nephew had been to the Netherlands and and with his grandmother and he came back too late. So they had written him out of school and he was like third grade. So he was like nine or 10 or something. And it's like, no, he can't come to school. What? So then we had to go to other schools and they were like, sorry, no. So, so you're saying that, so no school would accept him so his mother is now frantic in tears. I said, come on, let's go. <laughs> so no. so we go to the school. I go with my best Dutch accent, you know, and it's like, oh, she's from the Netherlands and ooh, and because they wouldn't listen to her. And so I started, well I'm sure as an educator, as a fellow educator, I'm sure you agree that for the benefit of this child and da what would you think and how can we resolve this? Da-da-da-da-da. Oh yes ma'am, okay go ahead, please explain. And they listened and they, re- right. they even started, well, you know, when he was five, he broke the toilet. So you're not going to allow this nine-year-old because he did something when he was five. So, you know, and, but I would not let them. So, you know, when his mother is here and okay, now you speak. And, and, and when I was first in, in, in Suriname, I would speak softer because my Dutch accent. people are like, Oh, you're Dutch or oh, you know. But now I was like, Oh, I can use my Dutch accent like this, yeah. all right. <laughs> you know, so you, can have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So so and we got him reun- yeah. we went, you know, I, I'd never been I mean, just the thought that you can deny a child education. Yeah. But yes they could, and yes they did. It's like, okay. They 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 intimidated by Dutch whatever. I'll I'll bring I'll it. Use it. Yeah. So yeah, so so yeah. we have power. Yeah, you know, and it's okay to use it again yeah now you go yeah and then they listen you know so uh yeah so it, it works sometimes yeah, that yeah, way yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah
1: yeah i think this is a good story to end with yes. because we're gonna talk about the other d word in another <laughs> yes. episode of this podcast so we i think we made a good bridge yeah. to yes. the other one yes. um i want to thank you all grand Tangi, for being here <laughs> Uh, Victoria, Anya, and of course uh, Aminata. Yes, and thank Thanks you so you much for this been really been very nice happy.
3: conversation. Yes, it was fun <laughs> <laughs> that we could talk about diversity and laugh.
0: <laughs> Before we sign off, we would like to give a special thank you to our guest today. Thank you, Podcast Studio Amsterdam, for producing this podcast. And thank you, our audience, for tuning in and spreading the word.